Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. All right, boys. Welcome on the podcast. So uh, me and Micah are joined by our two buddies, Alex and Casey over here. They are the DJs of Twinsick. Is that what you guys call yourselves? Just DJs? DJ Duo, yeah. Yeah, DJ, DJ Duo. duo. Yeah. And uh, Twin Six. So we we filmed with you guys about a year ago where we were in Okaboji. You guys said pull up to our set. And uh, that was kind of the first time hanging out with you guys. And ever since that, we were like, these dudes are special. They got that that it factor to them. And uh, we're excited to sit down and kind of hear you guys' story about how you became DJs and where you're going. Because you guys are going to the moon. Thank you. And you guys that. are both from Minnesota. We yeah, are, which, yeah. Which makes it cooler. Uh, we, I've known you guys known of you for a long time and like yeah you're definitely making waves and it's so cool to see because that's all we could ever hope for you guys as fans yeah and uh yeah it's been really cool to see so happy to have you on yeah appreciate it yeah, you guys you guys are on a uh road trip right now to canada to winnipeg and they have to leave in like an hour like i just love it <laughs> yeah, yeah. like we'll sneak in for a podcast yeah it's on the way we're like might as well do it so we're always on the move yeah How'd you guys pick DJing? Because it's, I mean, it's kind of like being a YouTuber. It's very unconventional, you know, in school when people are like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And you're like a YouTuber or a DJ. Like they, they both seem, you know, unrealistic, but you guys are making it happen. How did that start? Yeah, that's a good question. I guess like just started by the fun of it and like the love of music, just like bringing people together and having fun is just kind of what led to this. And we just never stopped, just kept going with it. So were you guys always on Ox, like at parties and stuff? Kind of. Yeah. Like high school parties. I would love that. Like SoundCloud mashups that people don't know about and like those secret, secret edits. You had to have been like, man, I'm really good at this. And, and I know what people want to hear r- early on though. Right. Yeah. I used to make like, um, mashups on SoundCloud 
So back when Vine was like a big thing, everyone would do like those like edits, like those compilation type stuff. So I'd like put the audio behind all those edits and stuff. And then that led to just some like opening gigs in Minneapolis. Um, where so I was, you're like, making like TikTok sounds before before the TikTok. TikTok so it's like yeah. it, we kind of like understood the TikTok stuff through the Vine stuff. And you got some gigs from that. We were just looking in the car on the way here. I was like 17 in the club getting paid by drink tickets and I had to use it on water <laughs> and red <laughs> and yeah and they then that's how, how we met actually is in the club they yeah. knew how old you were yeah they knew and they were just like send it really you're good yeah so you grew up in in Minneapolis mm-hmm. yeah is the music scene down there very like prominent or, or what's that like I mean I don't think it's not great not comparatively not to, yeah not comparatively to where we've been before but, but you guys live there still yeah why, why don't you just move to LA I don't know. Like we still like it here. It's a good home base. It's um, it's like central. So we fly every single weekend. So it's like we got to go to the West Coast, got to go to the East Coast. It's like it's nice to come home and have a good home spot right in the middle. And also just like family and friends here. Like when we come here, we come here and get our work done. And then we, you know, we fly out Thursday through Sunday and then come home and just repeat the next week. It's nice to like not get distracted too. Yeah. Like yeah. You're in L.A. But I think you guys, friends. I mean, have whatever it is we have. It's like. If your roots are here, obviously you can yeah. always move away, but yeah, that makes sense. You guys are, yeah. your shows are all over the place, literally all over. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I mean, yeah. where have you guys been in the last month and where are you going in the you next got this month? Huge spring break tour. Spring planned. break is the big thing that we're excited for, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So we just announced our first like headline tour and we started off in the first stop was Boston. Yep. Was Boston. And then we did Penn State. And then the next day we flew to Barcelona. We did Barcelona, Florence, Italy, and then Rome, Italy. Wow. And then that was our first, that was my first time in Europe. Casey. I'd never been to um, Italy, but. It was, it was a good time. We got some good tourist stuff in. And then um, after that, we flew to New York, landed at like 8 p.m., played at like 11 p.m. So like straight to the hotel shower. Didn't get a chance to like adjust to the time schedule. Not yeah. time change at we were, all. We were like kept looking up like what time is it in Barcelona right now? We're like. We're so messed up. Don't even look. Change, yeah. It's like 5 a.m. <laughs> when we fly. But yeah. then, yeah, we did that. And then we flew home and on Sunday and played at noon on Sunday, a day party. We just threw like a little pop-up show back home at like our favorite local the, bar. And the then ski show? The ski show. Yeah, yeah. that's sick. Yeah. Those are always fun because it's like all your friends can go. Yeah. Those parties are the best. Yeah, your friends got to be like, yeah, this is sick that uh, you see what you guys are doing on Instagram. You guys are traveling the world, putting on these these uh shows and then you come back right. to the local ski town yeah. and you put on a show for all the yes. homies that's sick same thing just having fun with your friends good time do always you, how do you guys not get burnt out and sick of traveling like if i travel for one video <laughs> by the time i get home i'm like man i'm so over traveling yeah i mean we we get tired but it's, it's you just gotta be like think like how lucky we are to do what we're doing yeah right? it's yeah. like getting you know paid to go travel and see all these <laughs> cool places and it like, with right. it's like part of the goal that you guys set out to yeah. make and do yeah, yeah but hey, it is interesting because yeah when we're when we travel like for this last snowmobiling trip we're almost constantly like making sure that the video is moving along correctly like we're filming enough mm-hmm. and for you guys you can stack as much or as little content as you want same for anybody making content but you guys show in the your your you have like your climax perform hit the show and then after that it's like you can obviously do what you want. Relax or after but party. I guess uh, yeah. it doesn't mean. How aren't you like constantly hung over? Like because you got to. Are you guys boozing every single day? Every, like every single well, Every show. Every, yeah, every show. We every single show though. Every yeah. show. We kind of have to because it's like it's weird if you're on a different like level than the crowd. Right. You got to kind of match it. I'd be the same way. I always see you guys pre-gaming and I don't think I could do it any differently. And Mike would be blacked out by the show. (laughs) Mike, I don't know if you could be a DJ, bro. Where's the DJ? Oh, he's just blacked out. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Serious. Always sleeping. He's going to do what he can. (laughs) You never want to be that guy that like turns down a shot with like a fan or like anything. It's like, I love it. And I would do the same thing. So I used to say um, every like time we were on the road, I'd be like, I never get hangovers. I'm good. And then the moment I turned 22, <laughs> it just fucking hit me. Yeah, dude, you're <laughs> old now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, same with me. 23, I feel like, you know, I, I just can't do it like I used to. It's, yeah. yeah. I mean, dude, straight up. Yeah, like when you're 21, you don't get hung up. No, because it's like, it's like fun. It's like you're like. You just keep going. Just, yeah. Just keep going. You guys ever gotten too, too wasted before the show? 
Nothing you couldn't handle? No, nothing we couldn't handle, it. but there's been... There's he used different. to get pretty fucked up at, like, the end of the show. Yeah, towards the end. Oh, towards the end? Like, like when we first just, started. Oh, dude, last year when we were in Okaboji, you were passing around the bottle of uh, tequila. <laughs> yeah, what was fancy, it? Uh, it was the ding, ding. Yeah, the class A. Class yeah, a. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, like, I was up there for... I hopped in, like, uh, your guys' little booth for, I don't know, a minute. And I think we did two shot, two shots in <laughs> yeah. that minute span. I got down and I was like, holy fuck. I don't know if I could be a DJ, dude. I'm a lightweight. <laughs> you feel like a dick, too, if you like, if like someone like with a table hands you a shot and you're just like, uh. Yeah, yeah. you always got to yeah. take it. No, I mean, it would always catch up to me at the end just because you're concentrating the whole time we were DJing and it would just like, you're drinking, you're just not thinking about how much you're drinking, but. I got that figured out now. It kind of sobers you up too when you DJ. Yeah. It's the tricks yeah. of the trade where you figure it out. Yeah, that's figure that's it out. when you become a seasoned vet. It's yeah. like, oh no. Yeah. He's he's <clears throat> clearly new to this. He's getting way too drunk too yeah. early. <laughs> so you have the formula so figured out. You guys are doing shows and how, obviously this is a goal from any DJ standpoint. Like when did you guys say we need to work on uh, our own song? We need to work on our own music. Yeah, uh, we've with used the help a couple in the videos too. Some oh, yeah. really good vocalists and it, yeah. Yeah, we have. You're yeah. right. Yeah, a couple of times. Thanks guys. Yeah, I mean we got to start like in, we started everything in 2019 and um, honestly did, only did like a few shows, like some frat parties and stuff with our friends and then like spring break happened. We did a couple of shows and then like COVID hit. So after that, like, we kind of all sat down and we're like, okay, this is like a break okay, that yeah. like we can work on stuff now. And we kind of we kind of always knew we needed to put out music. It was just kind of like you can't rush it. You need to build your kind of fan base at first, and then make sure there's like a want for the original yeah, music. I agree yeah. with that completely. And then you did, and then it was killer. I think that and that separates. That's the biggest separation between someone trying to make it as a DJ. It's music industry is kind of at a weird place right now too, where it's like all these remixes are popping off on TikTok. So it's like, it's kind of hard to be like, all right, we're going to step away from the remixes because they're working, right. right? It's like, you can't mess up what's what's working. Yeah, we we went back into that. We we started with doing remixes and posting them on SoundCloud. And then I would say this summer we started again, or this last summer. And um, that's been our main focus. Yeah, and it's, it's just what pays now with it the works. short form and, and yeah. TikTok. Like there's like a DJ like Wookie. He just makes the beats and then he just does his shows and just plays all the beats that he makes. And like that's it. We literally met when I opened up for him. Really? Yeah. That's that's awesome. Me and Casey met at the show. So and that's we have a show with him coming up in March in Miami. So we're excited. Like like a full circle moment. Circle moment. Yeah. Do you guys find that it works better to have uh, (laughs) two of you versus just one solo DJ? A hundred percent. More like the. Yeah, I'm sure you guys get compared to chain smokers all the time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's got to be a say, compliment, though. I wouldn't right? say like getting compared, but they were definitely our like inspiration when we started. Oh, for yeah. sure. Like we were all their YouTube videos, everything is kind of what got us into this, too. So, yeah, they kill it. But they also have like their one off singles, too, that they release. And that seems to put these DJs, at least in my eyes, I'm not super a part of like the music industry. Like Mike is, uh, is super into like EDM or like, uh, house or anything in that yeah right right right. where i wouldn't say i'm like really into that but i like uh i like this the singles that you guys produce and i like the mashups and everything because Mm -hmm. it's it's uh super easy to just consume and it seems like it's all like party music so Mm -hmm. call me basic i guess it works it works yeah Yeah, and that's how you almost apply to or uh you are appeal appeal to the masses yeah yeah Yeah. that's why like i think we have found recent success is just because we can play to like any audience we've played like atlantic city shows which is like kind of like a vegas crowd it's like an older yeah, crowd think of the and variety we'll play, of people mm-hmm. we'll play like sweet child of mine but like into like an edm yeah. and like even if you don't like they edm you still will like that yeah song. but i like when you guys do it like that yeah where you take like the classics where everyone can remember that song and that moment and then you put it into like a new like modern day EDM twist on it versus just yeah, boom, 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 yeah, yeah. like some random noise. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're like Mike There's... and Ken. We call it wiggle dick in music. Me and CJ call it wiggle dick in music because Ken will just like sit there and wiggle dick to yeah. it. And uh, we're just like these are just fucking noises. Just wait. You'll once you get into like the sing along, you'll kind of progress and you'll eventually get to that. Yeah, yeah. or yeah. close. Yeah. No, there I, really is like levels to it because some people are like, yeah, I like hard shit, and then you'll play something hard, and they're like. 
this is way too much. And then there's just, there's levels to it. It's yeah. funny though, when you're like, when we're in the boat and uh, somebody sneaks one of those wiggle dick <laughs> songs on and then pretty soon we're like, everyone's dancing. To <laughs> yeah. It. Everyone's yeah. dancing to it. It's like, yeah, it's almost the environment that you're in it is. that dictates it. But I can't, I can't imagine driving down the road, listening to <laughs> no, that's true. Like, We're gonna sample myself. that for a song. <laughs> yeah, you guys. Uh, Let's that. see those wiggle dicking. <laughs> we can make like an intro for you guys. Dude, that'd be yeah, that'd be the band going beep boop. Uh, you guys like grew up on the lake pretty heavily. Yeah, I would say like you guys' lake life might go a little harder than ours, being around Minnetonka. Tonka's a spot, uh, but like that, it is really interesting how much it's changed. Like even in the last. Like six years, we're out on the boat. You know, everyone gathers. Let's say it's Fourth of July. The main boat blasting the loudest music is full blown wubs. Yeah, full blown like excision. What? What? Yeah. You know, like crazy stuff. And it blows people's mind. Like blows the the surrounding people's minds that kids are getting down to this. That they're almost looking like they're like a little bit on drugs or something. They must think that. But yeah, yeah it's it's pretty funny to see how that's changed. It is. Yeah. But at the end of the day, the like your house music is going to be the best seller. But yeah, it's just wild. Well, let me paint a scene here for everyone to just imagine this. All right. So living on the lake is very expensive, right? So the people that do live on the lake are generally older and they have kids and they are at the lake to relax, right? <laughs> so they've made it in life. They've made some money. They bought this lake home. They can go and relax, go out on the pontoon, go to the sandbar, right? Now you got this younger age, Gen Z group of kids showing up on a $300,000 wakeboard boat. They're like, one, how did these kids get this boat? And two, what the fuck are they listening to? Because then it's just cranked. And there's like 35 people on the boat. And it's just like a straight up mosh pit party out in front of the boat. One boat surrounded by... 50 pontoons of the the uh, upper class of people that also live on the lake. Yep. But there's always that one wakeboard boat in the middle that's and just the mosh, pit. the mosh pit. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so being a part of that wakeboard boat in, in the mosh pit, I always enjoy looking up and just watching the faces of all the uh, the moms and dads, or they cover their kids' ears. Yeah. They're like, "Honey, don't be like that." Don't when you're older, that. <laughs> no, it is crazy. Yeah, Fourth of July is always a great time. We're thinking about throwing a party this summer on the on the lake. Yeah, we want to do some like some pop up style and like smaller, like not thousands of people, but a few hundred people, and film the whole thing and. That'd be sick. Yeah, it'd be fun. Like a full stage on there. That's some. Yeah, yeah, we'd love to come. Yeah, I think. Um, I think more and more people or you guys are making music for our generation though, and you guys have the uh, the eye for what people or the ear for what people want to hear, and uh, you just gotta almost just stick to that. And do you guys see it like continuing to change like year after year? For sure. Yeah. What comes to mind when you picture the perfect roommate? One who comes when you call, one who doesn't forget to lock the doors, maybe one who doesn't steal your milk just a little bit at a time, hoping that you won't notice. At Apartments.com, they understand that when it comes to roommates, a pet can be your best bet. They're easygoing, they eat what you serve them, and they never clog the toilet. And that's why Apartments.com has the most pet-friendly rental listings on the internet. And with instant alerts, you'll know the moment that your perfect pet-friendly place becomes available. Apartments.com has so many features like 3D virtual tours, the ability to save your favorite apartments, and with over a million places to rent, you are absolutely going to find the right place for you. Apartments.com knows that moving can be stressful, but by giving you options, filtered searches, and more, they can help take away some of that stress. When I need a new apartment, I will definitely need a pet-friendly choice. So if you guys need a place that's pet-friendly and human-tolerant, check out Apartments.com, the place to find your pet-friendly place. Thanks, Apartments.com, for sponsoring the podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... 
I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Or has it been pretty consistent like over the last like six years? It's definitely changing. I'd say this last two years, definitely like house music has become more popular. Even like what from we started making, like the stuff on our Spotify is not what, what we represents, represent like now. It's like completely different now. So it's like everything's just changing, just like house music to, I mean, we got into like, it was called Future Bass, which was more harder, like more wubs and stuff like that. It's like, that's what we'd play at our shows. And now it's like a little bit more mature, like relaxed, but still like those party songs that still get everyone going. Yeah, we play a lot of like frat shows too. And like we noticed recently that, before it'd be kind of frat kids would just know like sing along stuff, but now they're actually kind of like getting in the scene and they actually kind of like know the actual house music, which is cool. Cause like yeah. we'll play some like sometimes like late in the night, we'll play like some more underground shit and like kids will still know it, which is sick. Cause usually we just play like Mr. Brightside mm -hmm. on yeah. repeat. <laughs> it's gotta be the best though when you guys are up there and you're looking out onto a crowd of people. And they're all singing along to what you're making. Yeah. Or what you're playing. Crazy, yeah. It is, right? it is a good feeling. Crazy. It's like the best dopamine hit. It literally, it'll change your mood in a second. We'll like be down bad, like traveling all day. And then it's like, Might, all right, yeah. you see a crowd like Switches. going hard. It's just like, you got to, you just do it. Yeah. It just fires you one, up. Yeah. One thing I was thinking about too is how different it looks from the crowd back up at us from what we see. So that's just like something I always think about. It's like, you know, if there's. If the venue is maybe not completely full, it's like the people in the middle, like it still doesn't look any different to them. Like it's yeah, just a random thought true. that yeah. always comes to mind. And like the light show of like shows, there's a huge part of it. Yeah, lights. And like visuals. if you don't have proper like lights, visuals, any of that stuff, the show is, looks half the size as it is. Do you guys have to bring those lights and, and set everything up or is it that like the venue has to provide that? Uh, typically the venue, but like if it's more like a private party, like, say like we do something here we'd like hire a production company that would come and bring everything and set it all up so how does that work i've always wondered how how do you synchronize the lights to the music and like the beat drops lighting guys and visual guys that's that's their job they just they have like know. a controller so they do they like, know what you guys are playing ahead of time or they're just like on it and they're listening and and when the beat drops like they set off the smoke or whatever i would say half the time they know and then Half the time they're just kind of guessing, going with the beat, and yeah. that's what, yeah, that's what I didn't know is like they're on a controller and they're they're controlling it live. Like it's this might cool. be a niche question, but like so, lasers are making their way into every DJ set, and yeah. now they're like the more lasers, the better. And some of it is wicked, but like, is there a point where it's too much? I don't think so. I don't think okay. so at all. <laughs> I, and like the people that are really in the scene, like that go to a bunch of raves, fucking love that shit. Yeah. Every They'll, time there's lasers, everyone just screams. Everyone loses their everyone shit. Loses I their guess head. I should say like I could see a certain point where be, they're being like, okay, it's just lasers. But yeah, no, yeah, it's I, cool. When it's pitch black, you see some lasers. I definitely think um, CO2 is like the biggest, like the big on every job that makes the biggest difference in a show 100 yeah dude we were front row at diplo in vegas and uh i i will admit that was probably one of the times i i became a wiggle dicker you know he was playing <laughs> the, the house there. music and like the underground stuff that i had no idea what it was but i was up there just <laughs> dancing along yeah. vibing along i was probably pretty liquored up but uh <laughs> we were front row and we were right behind like the psh, the co2 psh. yeah Dude, I didn't know how cold that stuff was. So cold. at the end of it, I'm freezing. Like I'm like continuing to just get blasted with what felt like just like cold, cold or uh, yeah, frozen ice. Blew right? all your clothes off. 
I mean, damn near. <laughs> and man, I got so sick after that. Shirts hanging out. You guys go to Vegas a lot? Mm, like once a year. It's about all we can handle. Nice. I've never been. So oh, you guys have never, never been? been. Never. Are you guys He's performing been. I've been. in Vegas? Uh, yeah, in May. When? At uh, are we allowed to say yet? Is it announced? Uh, I don't know. I don't think it's announced. <laughs> yeah. All right, tell us off. We'll tell, tell you us off. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, uh, we we might have to come. Yeah, oh, 100 percent. It's my first time. You gotta go. Oh, bro. Because he would go. Dude, I went. He, I was 21. Casey was still like 19. Right, so right. and I was like, Yeah, what's oh? So you just didn't uh, no fake IDs in yeah. Vegas. No, yeah, he would no. like. Yeah, you gotta be 21 see, in Vegas. He would like get to hang out with all these DJs, and I'd be at home like. <laughs> so that, that is the crazy part. Like Vegas, just houses, like you know, literally the residency. Yeah. I just learned about crazy. that that they just live there and DJ every single night at one place. But it, there's ups and downs to that. But a lot of ups. Yeah, I've so heard, is, I guess. is yeah. that the goal? Is that like yeah, to like, have your own really, residency? Yeah, just, that's got to be. Re- the best, that's like the. Right? That's like the top. Like yeah, once you get a residency, you like pretty much make it. So interesting. Yeah. It, it is interesting how comfortable that looks for. Like Steve Aoki or oh my really God. whoever's. We hear going. stories all the time where it's like Vegas is like DJ's homes just because they get the same hotel every time, same dinner every time. They actually get a routine. Routine. Yeah. And it's like the same kind of income exactly. and the flow and the vibe. Yeah. 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 They know where they're going to get with the crowd too every time. Yeah. Because that's a big thing for us. Like we're, we play shows, like some of the crowds are like lit and then some of them just aren't as lit just because it's like we're at that level. So it's like we don't really know what we're getting into all the time on shows, but. When you're at that Vegas level. Yeah, so like do you ever have like, like a, let's say you have a halftime, like even just a couple seconds and the crowd's not lit. Like, are you guys like, what? You have a a, a set of steps to take or are you just kind of take it as it goes and do your best? Do our best. But I mean, we definitely have like, we don't play all our bangers right away. Like we save some for the end and we always know like there's some that can just completely yeah, change the crowd. Work. It'll, it'll work. work. Yeah. And you can kind of tell like at the beginning of a show what the vibe is going to be like. Just like looking in the crowd and like seeing the people out there, you can kind of tell how it's gonna go. Yeah. You guys met a lot of DJs, pretty good amount. From yeah, that. yeah, good amount. I like, mean, at like festivals, it's like however many DJs are on that lineup, like 20, 30 sometimes. So it's like you're all in one place for one. Who's one the job. favorite? I guess of what you guys have. I'm gonna met. say Chainsmokers, just because I've always looked up to them. Yeah, same. Yeah, we yeah. played a show with them in Minneapolis. We opened. And yeah, that's legit. It was like full circle because it was super surreal. Yeah, it was like. All our family was there. Like, my parents never really see the shows. Like, they don't go to that many. Right. So it's, like, kind of hard to explain because you kind of got to be there to see it. Yeah. And then when, it, when they're there, they're like, oh, wow, this is, like, real. And you guys is, uh, I guess, well, who does the film and the videography? You, I mean, whoever you have with, but, like, yeah. your guys' shows are incredibly well documented, and that's important. Yeah. 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 Exactly. We, we always look at, like, old videos and be like, damn. I was doing the way here. But I, everything, like... As much as we can on iPhone, just because it's easy, it's always in your pocket. And um, I mean, I bring a GoPro around. I have a little film camera that's like just disposable, just rip those all the time, and then combine that with venue photographers and everything else, and it all kind of goes together. You guys met any DJs that just like don't give you the time of day because they like are so big, they just think they're hot shit. If if you don't want to say any names, you don't I have don't to. Think so? We met not really. No. We met Tiesto. He was cool. Which, that was really crazy. He gave us a time of day, like, right before a big set, and he gave us, like, 10 minutes. We talked, and yeah, that's sick. He pulls up in, like, a huge, like, Suburban, and he just, like, talks to us for five minutes. Rip. Pops right on the stage. Yeah, it was, it was cool. Yeah. They got to be stoked to see, like, younger kids coming up doing, like, because Tiesto's pretty old, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. He's, big, he's, he's been in the game for a yeah, minute. Yeah. 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 He's known. Same with, like, David Guetta and... and uh, yeah, I mean, Chainsmokers has been in the they're, game for a while. They're getting kind of old. Upper thirties. Yeah, there's a few like Geta. Who else? Tiesto. There's a couple others that are the what that have been around forever. Just oh yeah, 50, yeah. 50 years old, still doing it. It's crazy. We I saw this TikTok the other day. It was like David Geta. Like it was in his hotel, and he literally had twenty suitcases. And he's like, "I'm so burned out. I haven't been home." And da, da, da. I'm like, "Dude, how do you do that? That's like on a different level." You know yeah. what else is insane is is being fifty but still having such a pulse on what people want to hear. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like think about how many different ages he has DJed in front of, like from I don't know what back in the eighties. 
I listened to a podcast when he was talking about like, yeah, it used to be like dance, dance, disco music Literally, yeah. in the eighties. And then like disco balls and just like seeing all the changes over the years. But, and I mean the equipment they played on back then was a thousand times harder than now. Yeah. yeah. Now we can literally show up to a show with a USB, just plug it in and play. Like back then they would have like their whole crates of actual records, which is crazy to me. So be honest with me. <sighs> Are you guys actually doing that much I knew up there? Saying. I knew that was like, oh, I was constantly like, hitting buttons and spinning shit. And I'm like, all right, some of this has just got to be for the show, right? There's no way that they're doing that much, like, right? You got the, you got the playlist and it should just be going, right? Like, what the fuck I are mean, you guys doing up there? A lot of people think, like, we're making music up there. It's like, no, we're not making music. Everything's made on a computer. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it, we spend the whole week editing the set and... All, honestly, now we don't even have order for our set. Like we just have a crate of like 200 songs and we have maybe the first five minutes. But what you're saying about the buttons and shit, like that, a lot of the time that's habit of just like adjusting touching, stuff and small like, adjustments, like touching, just like. Or is it because so many people, you know, so many people are watching you and you're like, fuck, I got to start doing something. With well, you get like awkward up there. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, it, it is like so It's either that or you nothing. take a pull. Yeah. You either yeah. touch the board or you take a pull. Yeah, that's why Alex is over like, here just wasted by the end of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, there's always people that say something like everything we post on TikTok, like these guys are fake DJs. They're not even doing anything. It's like, yeah, we are. Like, are we no, really? I mean, yeah, that we really like. That's got to be so frustrating to hear because like, it's just like I funny mean, at this point, I've said it, a, I don't know, a while back on the podcast, but it, it's like I what you guys are doing is incredibly appealing to me as a career choice. Obviously, a lot of people, but like yeah. it really is. And the fact that you guys are making traction, like good traction is just like really, really inspiring. But like overall, I think being a DJ, you get a lot of scrutiny. People are like, I mean, the fact that they're calling you fake DJs and you're like literally living it full blown, making yeah. music and playing multiple shows a week. It, it is tough. It's tough. I don't let it get to me anymore. It's like, you know, we put in it the is, work. Yeah. I mean, this is what you wanted. We are playing yeah. the shows. It's like, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm capable of. It's, I don't need to prove anything at this point or that kind of. So do you guys have like, I mean, this has to be hard with how much shows you play, but like crazy stories, like, I mean, create the craziest place you've been. You gotta have ruin like random the show. Fa fans get up on the, try and get like behind the booth or like, yeah, yeah, that's always like the security guards yeah. deal. Yeah. But what about just like random people that are like a part of the entourage of like the DJ booth that like keep on like coming up when you guys are like up there spinning and mixing? Like, does that get annoying? I don't mind it. I think it's more fun when it's like a party up there. When it's just us yeah. up there. Like, I mean, I would say like more towards the end of the show and it's like everyone's like, you know, been drinking a good bit. It's like, it's a good party up there. Yeah. It's always fun. I don't mind that. But we always have fun at afters. Too. Yeah. After parties. I can't think of like any specific moment, but like we're our signature is like, we'll end the night like just roaming the streets. It'll be me, Alex and our manager, Nick. And it'll be us three just like super fucked up roaming the streets. <laughs> like what we were just in when we were in Europe. It sounds we, fun. I love that. We, we were Florence. in Florence and there was nobody out. It was like these sick like they European streets. Dead, like dead silent. Dead silent. Like and we were just blacked out running through Florence. Like trying to find a pizza shop open or yeah, something. Like, <laughs> what about the chicks? Like, I can't imagine the chicks that are we just this throwing themselves at you guys. Like, you guys are up there spinning, getting all these wiggle dickers going. The wiggle dickers. And the chicks got to just be staring at you in awe. And they're like, oh, my God. The girls like Look the Snapchat clips and the B-reel clips. Yeah, the B-reels are big. Yeah. Yeah. Take That's my the big thing. What about what, what about when they like put yeah, their the Instagrams signs. there? Yeah, and they like hold them up. Like I try that. and get good videos. There's some there's some pretty creative signs that get that trend up. has been unreal. Yeah. Like the phone sign yeah. trend of like who can hold up the most fucked up yeah. phone sign. It's yeah. crazy. It's always funny. Like because yeah, if it's if whatever they're saying is messed up enough, you're like I gotta get this. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Sure this. And yeah. with the name Twinsec, you always hear stuff about something something twins on the sign or whatever. So. Oh yeah, you can <laughs> do your imagination on that one. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, do you guys like clean up on, on the girls being DJs? <laughs> we just do our job. <laughs> <laughs> That's the literal best answer that you could have given there. <laughs> we do our job. We just do our job. <laughs> we go to the airport and we go to the next city and 
get some get some lunch oh, on i gotta the go <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing you guys fly first class usually or we don't buy first class but sometimes we get, upgrade we get, we get upgraded a good bit just because we're pretty loyal to delta really we, lo- we love delta, delta. Hey, yeah i guess uh random th- yeah we, we usually fly delta and uh when we flew to revelstoke ken bought us united flights i'm not gonna get mad at ken for that you might <laughs> Well, I'm not mad about the flights, dude. But I'm no, mad that Ken you, puts us back by the uh, bathroom in the middle seats yeah. every single time. As soon as I, I, we were uh, on the first United flight and we were we upgraded to first class and I was like, this, I'd still rather be on a Delta in the back of the plane. At least I get to watch movies. The United mm. first. I mean, Delta's just the best by yeah. far. Yeah. It's, it's not a, close. I'd say the worst thing is though when you're hungover and you find out you have a middle seat. That's... That's it's gotta not, be, yeah. We 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 said that too. Like yeah, yeah. a middle seat between two strangers has to be the worst. That then you're actually like anxious because you're like, this Start, sucks the whole time. Too hot. You're like, yeah. can't do anything. You ever had a plane yak? Have you? <laughs> I don't think I have. Oh. We're so used to it. It's like as soon as I got on a flight, I just fall right to sleep. It's more like right before. Well, we don't. We we don't throw them really. No. <laughs> We don't do throw, we, do really? we? You guys are laughing in the background. Is that not really. true? Well, I mean, everybody throws up. Yeah. There was one time when we were in we were in Toronto, and I was, like, pretty bombed. And it was, like, one of the first times we were, like, hanging out with our, like, new team, like, management and stuff. And I was, like, really Too many bad. Because we were, like, just, like, it was, like, a party with him. We were trying to, like, just have a good time the first time. And yeah. put it, pull it together, get to the airport, oh. get on the plane. Never say no to a shot. Dude, there's few things worse than flying and traveling hungover. Like, you, I mean, we're used to it. You just kind of got to do you it. You guys are just veterans. <laughs> just wait until we're like three years into it. Oh, man. Yeah, you'll be even bigger veterans, but, but it might hurt more. It might yeah, it'll hurt more. more. That's for sure. You'll be flying private by that point, though, so it's not... You're <laughs> going to just use the, the plane as just another excuse to just keep the bender going. <laughs> yeah. Have a bet on the plane. Yeah, that'd be cool. You guys have always... Like traveled with your your close homies, anybody that supports you, anybody that is clearly there to make your experience better also. But I really appreciate that about like you guys have reached out to us for multiple shows that we haven't gone to mm-hmm. for, for no particular reason besides being busy. But like I really appreciate that about you guys. You guys are always reaching out. Come to this show. Come to this show. So like we appreciate that. And I, I love that you keep your close original friends with you it's that's the what, best that's what keeps it fun it's like partying with your friends and just giving people a good time that i guess normally don't get to do that kind of stuff and you know traveling flying to like yeah, tra- miami yeah. and going to a show like it's fun so it's yeah. a cool experience for like our friends to like see what goes on too because they always hear about it yeah and it's like when you're actually there experiencing the show it's it's cool yeah you ride dirt bike anymore alex we went like off-road riding in colorado we went and got an airbnb in breckenridge back in august that was my first time like doing some off-road mountain riding, so that was a good time, but haven't ridden since then. And You used to race, though, didn't you? Yeah, I raced. I raced my whole life. I started riding when I was like two, two and a half years old. And yeah, no, I mean, Alex is a quite a bit better dirt biker than I think maybe all of us. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, know about sure. anymore. <laughs> but yeah, maybe you're a little rusty now, but that's to be expected with how busy you are with DJing. But uh, yeah, you, you kind of like embodied all the things that we do. That's, I guess, yeah, we're pretty similar like with similar stuff like snowmobiling you know lake life and all that growing up and i went snowmobiling yesterday actually so that's kind of cool but yeah i saw your stories I, like uh, this is the last time yeah last i'll time be snowmobiling snow. before a, a month on spring break i'm like yeah. well, i'm happy to see you get literally like the both worlds yeah no but i i grew up racing i raced my whole life i actually like i did like online school for like the last two years of high school racing and then made it all the way until i got my pro license when i was 17 or 18 or 18 I guess about that time was when I was like getting out of it and then starting the DJ and all that like I think it was actually the day we like announced or the week we announced twin sick the next week I like raced at Millville and tried doing my first pro debut but you know I hadn't ridden it in, was like, kind of like it oh, was okay. just like it was like I wasn't focused on it or anything so that's pretty crazy it's 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 really interesting to be I mean, really good at two things and have to pick, I guess. But I think you made the right choice. Yeah, it was as much as it was. I loved it, like every minute of it, like growing up and you know all the friends you meet at the tracks and all that. And yeah, that's where I met a lot of good friends. So, but and it's the same thing now, just you know, different genre of people. But yeah, it was actually funny. 
at that race at Millville, my, like I raced during the day and then at night we threw like a huge after party at like the RV and like we were DJing there and all that. That's so legit. it was cool to blend the two together for sure. Definitely. Yeah. That's what I want to do. I want to have like uh like a DJ party out at the track. I think that'd be so fun. It's sick. You I can know. just throw a DJ in any like situation and make it cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, anything. That's what I mean. A lot of people, I guess, when they think of DJs, there's like either the mainstream DJ of people putting on these music festivals or there's the wedding DJ. What's the deciding factor between somebody going the wedding route or the festival route? Because it seems like two completely different lifestyles. Yeah. Like, do, you, if, do these people all start out in the same? I think those and are just two like completely take, different people. It's like you either get the branding aspect of it or you don't, I think. I th- it's like if you can brand yourself as like you're an artist just compared to like it's your job. I think that's the main difference. And like if you make music, that's an, another big thing. Like there's not a lot of de- I mean, there's like none out there that have no songs out like under their name that are big. Right. You got to have like original music that people come to your shows for your music, not yeah. just to see you DJ. So would you guys DJ my wedding one day, maybe? Well, yeah, I'll pro- DJs do like weddings. Yeah. Like big, like famous ones do like weddings. So hundred percent. I mean, obviously, if the price saw, is right. Yeah, I saw a Diplo story. He was DJing some like uh, Indian wedding. Yeah, that's okay. crazy. We haven't done one yet. We haven't done one yet, but huh. it'll be fun when we do one. We'll be wearing yeah. suits and <laughs> just getting yeah. fucked up. <laughs> yeah, we get asked all the time. Looking by, like, to clean our, up on some family. of the bridesmaids. Yeah, we get asked by like friends and family all and the time. Like, you know, Can you DJ my wedding? Like, I'm not going to be the one announcing when you're walking out, but we'll throw an after party. We'll throw a wild after party. That's got to be tough, too. I'm sure you guys get that a lot. You guys should come and DJ this, and it's just, like, genuinely not worth your time, and you don't want to be a dick, but uh, you got to tell them you got a book. Yeah, you know? yeah that's, that's got to be tough. Yeah. So, You guys watch uh, a lot of YouTube? Um, Not as much anymore. I used to. I was, like, I guess, too, I have, like, a background of, like, videography and photography, and that was kind of what got me into DJing as well. So I would say, like, I used to watch that pretty regularly like throughout end of high school and through college and stuff but not yeah. as much anymore keep up on your guys stuff though a good bit well thanks you guys have been crushing i yeah. think uh i guess the reason i asked is um if there's like djs that do youtube that that show the lifestyle behind it uh i guess i'm not super familiar with it but i think it'd be really cool if you guys almost just like vlogged yeah. being like djs and we're, we're working on that that's like the biggest thing we're working on right now oh really? <laughs> it's like to figure out how to document when we travel um just because we we're at the level right now where we are traveling a lot so we want to like put it all on film and but it's just hard to as us two filming it's it's a lot it's a lot more to put on our plate you need so. to have like a full-time guy because then sure. yeah you, you gotta, gotta have a full-time guy in the editing and then that's kind of going back to what i was saying it's, it, then you're not just showing up and the show is the climax yeah then it's, it's the like however much you want to turn it on and be on camera is up to you guys and yep. the more that you are the better the video will be yeah but then it gets to be like well that that trip was a lot of work because we tried to make changes it, yeah, yeah whatever yeah. but with how many shows you guys do and with them sometimes blending together i think like something that you can do to like engage with the city or the people that you're at like some sort of segment i don't know what that looks like but no like, i agree something, something that changes it up um mm-hmm. like whether that's like interviewing a, a fan or just some having someone come take shots with you guys or yeah. something something special for each city that's a good idea yeah but Fisher Fisher kills it. We, we like his videos a lot. Yeah, he has really good like behind the scenes stuff. Just because his personality he's is a character, like, but yeah. insane. He's yeah, he's crazy behind the camera too. Which, I mean, Oops. being on camera, it's like I'm more used to it now than I was before. But I think even if you know we have someone filming us full time, it's like it's just gonna only get easier as you guys yeah, know too. It's totally. Like, when we first started and CJ started pointing the camera at us, like we were like what we have to talk like so yeah. yeah i mean it'll get a lot easier for you guys like even at the start just taking a video and posting on your story of your face it was like that was hard at yeah, first and definitely right. it's like yeah. yeah i forgot about those yeah, yeah. sometimes yeah. yeah sometimes you have to look at it like uh even if yeah even if you think you look super weird just send it and like everyone else is just like you'll, you'll get like one out of uh, the 20 responses you get that would say you look funny doing this and that's it yeah like, I, I don't know what matter you get one out of 20 I get a lot more than that. Yeah. <laughs> Give or take. I, I remember like the weirdest thing back back when we first, you know, started making videos and, and just watching ourselves on YouTube, what you sound like on camera. 
Yeah. It's so weird. Or, yeah, that's, that's like the classic. And you're like, damn, that's my voice, or that's like how I look when I'm not looking at And anytime yeah. anyone ever like, says like that, I just tell them to get over me. it. Literally. Like, whenever anyone's like, I hate how you sound on camera, I'm like, get over it because you can. Because everyone hears your voice anyway. No? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, you know, true. like, because it it's possible. Much. It is possible to get over it. Like, it's so weird when we, like, let's say we're doing a promo and you're editing yourself like you're editing a video of yourself talking basically to you and it's not even weird anymore but back in the day this is the weirdest thing ever same with us we're like when we're behind the booth like doing our little dances it's like when you know we're vibing to the music it's like back in the day i was like is that really what i'm doing yeah yeah. is this weird yeah but like now it's like natural it's just do you guys like yeah. how do you guys ever do brand deals? I don't know look like, that looks a little different for a DJ versus a YouTuber, but you know, promos are like some sort of they pay you to wear a shirt while you are spinning. Yeah, I mean we've kind of held off on that for now. Just yeah, really focus on our brand right now. Definitely doing everything we can to grow we, ourselves. Yeah, we so. basically work with like our homies if we're gonna make like merch or something. Like we just luckily we know everyone that can kind of have the resources to make stuff happen. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the the hats are sick. Like it, it you definitely need some. Yeah. I was like we we were just talking about this like how we started merch way too early, but um cuz that is a thing, you know. Like it's like, "Oh, we we just got off the ground. We just did our first show. Get the merch." It's like, "What? Whoa, 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 yeah. whoa." So soon. But uh I think in this day and age you got to have it just a small amount at least to start for people that genuinely want to support yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, that's what we always did. We started just, we did free hats and we'd throw them out at the shows and, you know, everyone would try and people get one. People love that. People love the hats. This was actually especially, our, yeah, our it was first like, hats we've ever sold. Okay, we never okay. sold any merch besides this. Especially so. if it's like limited. Like if basically you come to the show with six of those hats and that's it. That's it, yeah. People are like, I need one of those. I didn't get one at the show. Yeah, we did a few that were like labeled like spring tour 2022 and stuff like that. So maybe those will be re- Vintage one day. Yeah. <laughs> Where did twin sick come from? Uh, we got it from everyone thinks we're twins. We're not. Yeah. Um, right. But like we literally get that asked to us every single time. I don't show. think we've ever we ever like said this on an interview or anything, but we got it from Twin Cities, both from Minneapolis or like Minneapolis area. And um we were like just sitting in a room one day with our homie Mitch and uh I had a few words written down and one was twin. One other one was like lost or something. We had like twin down because we we're like twin, two people, yeah, like twin, twin cities, cities, like kind of something. Twins. So we just needed some other word to go at the end of it. We just came up with twin sick. It's just, yeah. it's good. Easy to, easy to remember, easy to spell. Yeah. And easy to say. Thinking back now, it's like, what would I have done different? I have no idea. Like that's Alex, the hardest right? thing. Alex oh, dude, we Casey, say that like, all the time. We say that, do? like, how did C boys come to be? Um, we're from Cormorant. When we were a group of friends, we're a bunch of dudes, <laughs> all of all of our surrounding friends or like friends outside of our main group would be like, hey, I'm going to hang out with the the Cormorant boys because of our group uh-huh. where we all grew up in Cormorant. Yeah. And um, yeah. And then it just became, yeah, I'm going to hang with this one girl. Man, she she deserves a little equity for this one. <laughs> she started just calling us the Sea Boys, and we were like, "Don't call us that." <laughs> I think at first we didn't. Yeah, at first we didn't like it. And then we were like, "Well, it's cool to have a name." And then I think the the best part is is that the the debate came down whether or not our YouTube name should have a hyphen in it or not. Like, oh, it really oh, did. Oh my god, it really did. And and then and then, we, and then it. it and then Ken it changed never it without asking. No, he changed it and he added a hyphen. And then we were all like, why'd you change it without asking? He's like, I just thought it needed a hyphen. And then Bro, we were like, well, it doesn't. And CJ that was, was going to fucking murder Ken. I remember that. He was so mad. It doesn't need a hyphen and you can't change the channel name without talking to us. Yeah. <laughs> or the yeah, C-Boys in the TV. But got funny how those like, small Ken's details matter so much. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. But in hindsight... You know, obviously it's it's our brand and and we made it our brand. But like, uh, what what would it be if it wasn't that? Would it be a successful, memorable, easy to spell or see or uh, you know recognize when you saw it? Yeah, who knows? But also, names don't really mean shit until you build a brand around it. Well, yeah, if you think of GJ names, they're so stupid. <laughs> There's some yeah. some of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And copy like in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. CJ was saying you don't want to copy other people's names too, because then you're just constantly affiliated with them. Yeah. We see, we yeah. see something boys TV all the time now. Oh my god, or just I like, Yeah, I don't know. Which is always flattering, but it's like, yeah, I just tell them, hey, 
you are going to want to come up with a different name because that one is just like ours <laughs> and we will all, almost gonna always you overshadow you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just push people to be like a little more original with it. But uh, there's some about like once you have your name locked in and you like it and if you like it, then just push it. Yeah. What's your DJ name? Lil Zip Thigh? Ah, no, I I think it would I think I would just go by like Sandman. That's a good one. That's yeah. good. I don't think that there's, any, there's good. no Sandman. That is pretty fire. Yeah, exactly. Damn, like, that's <laughs> fire, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Make the SoundCloud right now. Yeah. Mike, I can it's already hear idea. the music that you'd be dropping. Get the Instagram. I've I've made Again, one. Like, I made ooh, one nice. uh, mix on SoundCloud, <laughs> and it's like about nine out of ten in the EDM hard scale. And so, well, like, it's pretty hard. Like, Ben would listen to it and go, "Well, this isn't too good." <laughs> Pop up the the album art, though. It's pretty oh, fire, fuck. actually. Goes, I made some album art. Hard. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. It's fun. The original album art for, because like, I used to make like mashups. It was so bad. I'm sure it's out there somewhere. I literally my like logo, everything. I had no idea what I was doing. It was terrible. Just throwing it together. I would do like these cringy overlays, like galaxy, like above, like. <laughs> that's. I feel like why is really that just funny all? It's just like all EDM, like album yeah. art. Though. I'm yeah. pretty sure like the the one album art I made has like a galaxy theme. <laughs> <laughs> of course. That's just funny. Mike, you got 264 plays. Not bad. Keep in mind that's this is an hour long mix, so. Like or whatever. We're gonna blow it up. It We're gonna go blow it up. Mike, you gotta change your, I your SoundCloud name to Sandman. This is the yeah, start. Yeah. Like, this is the start. I always yeah, love start. going on there. And this is it the start says, of pushing Mike away. Go says, follow your dreams, bro. Yeah. One new play this week. Yeah. What? Well, see, I the the only reason I haven't pursued it is because like, can't risk getting good too good at it. Yeah. <laughs> maybe if we do the summer party, you can open up. Oh, dude. There we go. That's yeah. The you could <laughs> learn, you could you could learn how to DJ in like two weeks. Yeah, 100%. That would be a really, really fun like video bit and a goal. If we do make that happen, I will open up for 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 whatever we want to call it there but you go, Sam, have man. you have you guys seen the uh the cody co video i, I just yeah. watched that like, oh, it's pretty week. funny and yeah. he also kind of does the same thing obviously he's been making music for a little while now but he just like it, it goes good. to show how easy but also like he showed the awkward parts were pretty well yeah yeah also he had dylan francis backing him up so yeah that was pretty cool <laughs> i mean yeah I, like we started off we were not playing like that was like a legit show that he had so that's like impressive yeah, that yeah. you can just go in front of that crowd like that for the first time yeah yeah it is different like what we say like our atmosphere at a club versus like a i would say like a theater like when you're just like the more visible you are to a crowd, it makes you feel different as well. So like he was very visible. Yeah, too. he's like he was just said, up there. He was, he was like talking to the mic like normal. Yeah. He was just having a casual yeah. conversation with the people. He didn't out know there. what to do. He was like scared a little bit. He's yeah. like, I thought I was gonna be in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> imagine being a DJ. You know, most of the time you're behind a booth or behind like a wall, right? But imagine being a DJ and your little soundboard is just up on like a music stand. Like remember in like band class or like choir, like just a music stand and it's just right there and you're just standing there. You're just like, so you can see That's your good. legs the whole time and your yeah. knees. That'd be good. That'd be good. Do you guys play Not instruments in band? Yeah, in I, was in, I was in percussion. I, Same. I played trumpet. Nice. Same. I, you think that uh, you got your kind of like your beat, your, your oh, sense yeah. of rhythm yeah, I, from I, percussion. Yeah, and, I used And to, that went yeah. into uh, making music and having good rhythm 100 i used to play piano like i took the whole like piano lessons and stuff when i was a kid and then i did drums and then i did percussion in high school or middle school dude that's um, crazy i used to take i took piano for like eight years oh shit nice yeah never got good at it though we just got an amber dude, we got alert. an amber yeah. alert here missing yeah, child from lakeville minnesota oh my gosh just that's where i went to high school <laughs> really yeah <laughs> you guys both went to lakeville did went, you guys just i went get to edina you just yeah, get that? i got it too oh yeah God. heck it's super weird and like so ironic that it was from. I thought like my phone was ringing off. So, uh, yeah, I took piano for like eight years and I hated every minute of it, bro. I never figured out how to play the piano without one, like reading the music, but I never practiced. I never had any ambition to do it. Same. Some people do, some people don't. And I just like, after eight years, I was like, mom, this is so dumb. Like, yeah. I'm just wasting after eight years' really. time and money here. Yeah, same. I would like hate piano just because of the practicing like you said and then i was like mom i want to quit so i quit and then just made my own piano stuff yeah so you like, you played drums though i played drums too yeah i did drum lessons which i thought that was more helpful and like interesting because that gets yeah. you the rhythm right, right? it's like djing a lot of it is like all rhythm yeah so you got to know it but 
I mean, it's cool. Like, I can kind of play guitar a little bit. We'll throw some guitar stuff in our, in our song. One. I wish I knew how to play it better, but. Both of my siblings were really, really good at either singing or playing the guitar. My sister was a good singer. My brother was a singer and guitar. And uh, and then it was just me back there, like eight years old, just ripping the drums. Right, <laughs> drums are hard. Yeah. I think the drums are the dopest. They are the dopest. If if 100%. you can if you can hop on a drum set and just shred it, people are like, whoa, that's, that's, that's yeah. pretty sick. Yeah. As nerdy as it is to say, Ben's been on a kick where he's calling everybody nerds. So this he's gonna call me a nerd for this. If you are in high school or whatever, middle school, you should like play play in the band it's it's pretty fun yeah it, they yeah. don't ask a whole lot of you you if you have a natural talent you don't even really have to practice i would never practice and i would always get stuck with the triangle what <laughs> what? what like for percussion right yeah like you, there everyone had different parts part. we'd have like Damn. six guys like in like percussion and i they would always get like the cool like snare parts or like yeah like, the timpani the, like yeah like <laughs> Or like the vibraphone or whatever, and I'd get like the triangle in the back. That was still a little bit better than just being the <laughs> symbols. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna mention that. I was like, but if you put in the very little practice and pick percussion, you'll be playing the yeah. triangle or yeah. the, the Glockenspiel. <laughs> the Glockenspiel. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys remember having to go to like like one on one lessons though? Yeah. Yeah. Like in in percussion, bro. Like being pulled out of class. Yeah. Yes. To go. To go to the lesson. Did you have those so things weird. where you had to like perform one on one and yeah. like get like judged? Yeah. That was terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> that was so scary. You'd, I'd, I remember like sitting in like a line of like all the other band kids and like one by one you'd go in the room and like they'd grade you on the spot and like give you feedback. I was terrified by that. I remember my friends would always come like we would go to the football games. I didn't do a marching band, but like they'd come in at halftime and be like, fuck that. That was so annoying. And they'd watch the game yeah. like with their full band fit like from the stands in the student section. <laughs> and that is why you might get called a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To be fair, Mike, I, I'm only calling people nerds that are nerds. So yeah, yeah, I yeah. you I, a nerd, I kind of put that in your mouth. Nerd. Yeah, yeah. And no, I, I wouldn't call these guys nerds. They're cool dudes. I would kind of got to be a cool nerd. Cool dudes like no. this. We're nerds. No, computer computer nerds. Nerd. Music nerds. Anything. DJ nerds. Yeah, they might be. A yeah, music nerds. nerds. I mean, honestly, like, like I tried to do like computer science stuff like that. I couldn't get it, but like, making music is pretty like, and it's yeah, it's pretty intense. It's science. Any program you can use, pretty much like now, like if you go into Photoshop, you can learn one percent of it or a hundred percent of it, and it's crazy. You can learn it all on YouTube too. <laughs> That's yeah, how yeah. I learned. Same kind of yeah. deal with editing yeah. videos yeah. too. Yeah, you know, you can obviously you put in the all. time to figure it out, but like if you just sit down and try and just do it right away without any direction. It's pretty difficult to figure out 100%. like anything you figure it out over time. Yeah. And I was joking about you guys standing up there, not doing anything. I don't, I don't want to sound <laughs> no. like a dick. Obviously <laughs> no, you're I'm making funny. a joke about oh, it. You definitely I don't want the TikTok comments. <laughs> if to anyone come, doesn't they're going to come in. We're going to be known as the fake DJs. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. You guys, are the, you guys are the real deal. Otherwise everyone would be doing it. Yeah. Cause I was going to say, dude, like what would be better than traveling around making music with one of your best homies and then going and seeing the world. Like, yeah. And that was a question I was actually going to ask. We are going to start doing a lot more traveling. Uh, where do you guys recommend that we go after seeing so much of the States, but even abroad and stuff like, are you talking and, the and States no one, or abroad? Either States, one, either one. And you got, you guys kind of know us. Like we, you like guys would have, have fun. I think Arizona, Arizona. Arizona. I think you guys would have fun. fun yeah. Arizona. Arizona. Yeah. I mean, we're going to, we're going to Mexico. We're going to Tijuana, Cabo, maybe. Oh, Puerto Vallarta. Puerto Vallarta. Oh yeah, Puerto Vallarta. Yeah. Um, we're going there. So I mean, I've never been to Mexico, but we'll let you know how that goes. And then we're doing um, can't be bad Dominican. So it's not uh, the bar. Spot, the bar scene in like Arizona, like Scottsdale, it's it's super sick. Yeah. I don't know. Can you do like a lot of action stuff down there? Like just desert, yeah. desert. Yeah. yeah. Good time. Yeah, we swung through Arizona last year, but we're gonna do another. RV tour coming up probably next month. We're actually going to have a meeting after this and plan it. Uh, but Should just go hit like the whole West. Are you guys big like city guys? You like to go out in the city or no? Well, yes and no. We like to experience it, but we w it wouldn't be our first choice. Yeah. Because yeah. I was going to say New York, New York's always fun. Uh, yeah. I do want to see That's definitely New York. on my bucket yeah. list. Yeah. New York's always fun. I mean, it's like the clubs there are just unreal. You can go till 6 a.m. Where's your guys' favorite spot? Florida's cool. Um, I don't know. I I always liked uh, like Salt Lake City area, especially for being a YouTuber. There's like 
And that's why so many YouTubers live there is you're so close to so many different things mm-hmm. and you can do so much there. It's uh I've only been there once. It's it's really cool. I don't know if it if it would work for you guys quite as much with the party scene because they're all Mormons there. I know. Yeah, we, they don't they don't booze, but we uh, were asked to do this Oh gosh. <laughs> this like it was like Mormon, a Mormon like, party. High school party or oh, something. Yeah. Like these kids would rent out this like $30 million house. Just this mansion. And there'd be just these Mormon kids just pulling up. And we were asked to DJ it. A lot of them. They were, it was Wait, like, what was the party? It, it was, was like, like a pro- ho- Halloween. Project X. Project X. Like, like And it was like massive. We were like sober. 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 Project X. Sober. Like we weren't allowed to have, like we got the contract before. We didn't end up doing it, but we like no booze, like no swearing in the songs. Like yeah. super strict. And we're like, why? Like. Why are we the ones that are doing this party? <laughs> like our brand is like, we yeah, kind of yeah. You're thinking party. there's got to be some some DJ or DJs out there that can handle a completely sober show that yeah. also embody that. Maybe yeah. yeah. The, the, no, the, no, the no swearing, no swearing. It's like every song. You can go without yeah. boozing for one night, but no yeah, swearing. Right. I don't think they ended up having anyone. So the thing that's really oh, you didn't do it. We didn't no, no, we didn't do it. We didn't do it. I think they just had a friend DJ. But the Mormons are. I like as an outsider, you'd be like, man, that no boozing at like a Project X type party, like doesn't even sound like a party. But to them, it's like, no, it's they, normal. They, it's they, normal. Yeah. They I don't they know go what it would be yes. like yeah. to booze, so they they go hard and like they're just energized off of like the love of the game, hundred percent. And they're yeah. just energized off of like their homies being together. And uh, I, like I follow a bunch of uh, different people that just so happen to be Mormon, and they're always like partying. But I know they're not boozing, which is yeah. crazy. But that's I mean, crazy. Props to them. Props yeah, to them. seriously. Yeah, it's a healthy way to have a good time. They're just yeah. loving the music and loving the vibes of their friends. They're dancing and shit. Yeah, that's loving like the that main thirty thing. million dollar house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was massive. It was yeah. It was mind blowing. I don't know if if you guys get that opportunity again. Hundred percent. You might, might you yeah, might yeah. have to take that because yeah. it'd be pretty interesting to yeah. see the content we could get from that too. Yeah. And like these you Mormons have a forty. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Money Thirty million dollar house. Yeah, bunch of sixteen year olds throwing the party. My question is like, how how do they rent that? I try to rent like an Airbnb with like <laughs> five of my friends, and we get in trouble for that. Yeah, like, how do they question. rent that? Might also? might be one of their one of their one of their yeah, parents. Yeah, yeah. You guys could do like bar mitzvahs or something like that too. I'd imagine there's a ton of money in bar mitzvahs. Yeah, I'm sure we will. Yeah, we sick. haven't we haven't done many private parties besides like frat. They're kind of fun just because it's like different. Yeah, you never if, know you're gonna get the paychecks, into right. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, dude, there, might as well. A yeah. bar mitzvah to me does not sound that fun unless the paycheck was right. <laughs> what, how, how old are bar mitzvah? Like, is that fifteen? I, I think it's like yeah, I think it's like fifteen. I feel like these fifteen-year-olds would be just getting lit. You <laughs> We'd have like to play playlist? all TikTok songs. Yeah, but yeah. every single playlist song. to it, like they would be so lit at that age when it's like young. Like we've done like some like high school parties and stuff. Like they like mosh pit. They like yeah. open up the pit. I love that. And like get in a circle and they put like one kid in the middle and then they hype them all up and then everyone just runs in the middle. It's like that doesn't happen at a club or anything, but it happens at every single like yeah front like type high school love place. That. Funny, There's too. definitely not enough people to have a mosh pit. It's funny too. Oh, yeah. It's gotta get you guys fired up up there though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's funny when we play a song that like doesn't seem like we're too young for or we're too old for and like the kids just have no idea what we're playing. It's like a sing along that like you yeah. think everyone would know. Yeah. And then they it's have like, no wow. idea, and we just like laugh. Or, like, and you're like, oh, doing? well, I guess not that one then. That one nothing else in that switch time up frame. Real quick? Yeah. Uh, no. You can't really switch just like that. Like, you got to kind of just got to own it. Either yeah. own it. Well, or, no, right. Yeah. You lay into the next one, but yeah. yeah. Very nice. Oh, well, shit. You guys cool. got to literally get up to Canada. Go on to Canada. Wish you the best getting through the border. Appreciate it. Shouldn't be too hard, but, and again, you guys invited us to the show. We have uh, some filming to do this weekend but it would be a lot of fun we'll make one happen it's we'll not- do we'll do a party this summer yeah we'll do something yeah all right Sounds guys good, guys thanks for having us go yeah. follow these guys on instagram listen to their soundcloud spotify what else where do you send people spotify tiktok instagram everything go, everything go blow them SoundCloud. up twin sick appreciate yes, you guys for thanks coming for having us. Thank appreciate you. You keep guys. an eye out for them they're gonna be huge guarantee it and uh appreciate you guys subscribe and we'll see you next time later Peace. today's episode is brought to you by angie Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. 
I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.